Thanks for tuning in to your day off podcast, hosted by your boys, Corey and Tony. I think by the end of today, I might have another best friend. They're committed to making you fall in love with the hair industry, one podcast at a time. Uh, you're going to grab a lot of information. Yeah, you're going to learn a lot. Presented by Hair Industry. Ladies and gentlemen, this is it. Your day off podcast will begin after a word from our sponsors. Sit with my best friend Tony. What's up, buddy? What's going on, brother? Nothing, man. Another uh, another sweet day here in podcast paradise. Um, you know, it, it's cool that through the podcast, it's really cool that we can um kind of have conversations that are a little confusing, and we're gonna get to do that today. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? Because things evolve and things change, and you know what I mean. And sometimes we don't understand it, or sometimes we think it's one thing, but it's another. And, and to have these conversations to clarify, just to, just to kind of get a different perspective of something that's changing in the industry is, is pretty amazing. Yeah. 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 I, I've been, I, I'm interested in this topic. We've, we've covered this topic a couple of times um, on the podcast. So uh, I, I'm just, but he I, said, it's not this topic, but it's not this. Topic. So exactly. we'll, we'll get into that. What does, what does that mean? Yeah, exactly. Well, what, what does all this mean? Cause I, I think I'm, I thought I had some clarity, but you know, after pre-talk, I'm a little more confused. <laughs> The older, I, the older I get, the more yeah, I get confused. The more I don't so, know. Yeah. Right? How do you know you're old? Because you, you I think understand. My wife's less. playing tricks on me. I think she makes me more confused as, as yeah. longer we're married. Yeah, there's no doubt. Uh, anyway, so so today our guest is uh, Randy Cotton, and Randy Cotton is with Salon Salon Interactive. Almost said international. Salon Interactive. Let me say it again. Salon Interactive, and uh, and Salon Interactive is uh, I. I, I we we talked to Rochelle Golden. She uses Salon Interactive, and what they're doing is they're uh, they're making uh, our products available directly to our clients. But again, I, I don't want to say too much because I don't know what I understand and what I don't understand. And 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 I, listen, I'm coming in with some prejudice, so let's just jump in. Let's do it. Let's do it, Mr. Randy Cotton. Man, welcome to your day off. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for having me. Excited to be here, dude. I, I, you know, before we get into it, you know when we're having off air conversation, we're talking about affiliate links and stuff like that. And you're like, we are not an affiliate link. And then, you know, of course that confuses us even more, but what, but before we get into that conversation, what is salon interactive and uh, how did you guys come about? Yeah. Great question. Always good to start uh, at the beginning. Um, salon interactive has been kind of the brainchild of a gentleman named Jim Bauer, who was a hairdresser, a longtime hairdresser, uh, Chicago area, had several uh, salons. And through kind of a series of events I won't get into, he's he's actually quite interesting. You may want to talk to him at some point. Um, he founded a company called Rosie Salon Software that you may have heard of. Yeah, sure. Um, and actually, in, I believe 2019, he sold Rosie. And a big part of selling Rosie was wanting to be able to separate um, any point of sale from Salon Interactive, which was his new concept. And really what we do is help salons. We're meant to be a toolkit to help beauty professionals. I want to be careful to not always say salons. I know it's easy vernacular, but we skincare professionals, you know, really anyone in the beauty industry, we're, we are a toolkit for them to be able to do some of the things that are challenging or maybe not in line with what they love and are good at. And we want to be there to kind of take that off their plate and just honestly make their lives easier and expand uh, their abilities, what they're able to do. So what we're talking about with this affiliate link is selling products. So being able to retail to clients online, um, salons can come to us. They basically select their distributors that they have relationships with. So we link and, and we're confirming this is real, right? No, just a random person off the street can't come and say, oh, I have a relationship with, uh, you know, salon services in the Northwest or, or salon centric. They can't do that. They have to prove it with an account number. We're verifying. And as soon as they're set up, they can select which brands that distributor carries that they would like in their store. And within literally 15 minutes of starting the setup to finishing, they can have a live e-commerce site that their clients can purchase from. Products are typically shipped within two days. Um, they hit the client's doorstep and 
the beauty professional receives a commission on all of those sales. Um, every single sale that we ever do on through Salon Interactive is always commissioned to a beauty professional. There's no scenario in which a sale happens and they're not receiving some sort of commission. Um, and that's basically it. So it really removes the, the need for them to have to you know learn to build a website, manage it, go down to the post office, stand in line and ship products and do all the things that most beauty professionals didn't really get into the industry because they wanted to do those things, right? They're artists. They're good at those other things. And they want, we want them to focus on that. So whether I'm a salon, a studio suite owner, a booth renter, or I can create a e-commerce site within you with you guys? Correct. Yep. And the only caveat to that is that we do need to have one of your distributors or brands needs to be on our platform. So we don't have 100% coverage of every brand and every distributor yet. We would like that. Um, that's the future we're working towards. But for right now, we have around 400 brands on the platform, uh, just over, I think it's 413 right now. I got to be honest, I'm, there's more than 400 brands? Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a bit wild. <laughs> I, was like, wait, wait. I was like, 400? Like, yeah. Like, there's that many brands. Yeah. Yep. It's a lot. And uh, to be honest, you know, probably I'd say 25, 30 make up the vast majority of our you know, of our sales of supporting the salons. But at the same time, you, there's products there, there's tools that people can buy. You know, we're talking about stuff that for uh, an average, you know, smaller salon might be very expensive or very difficult for them to put the money out of their pocket to have that on their shelves that it might sit there for, you know, weeks to months to a year uh, and potentially even become obsolete if they don't sell it. And so we kind of give them the ability to have that representation and pick up that sale if a client's interested, but not have the risk. So we like to call ourselves a risk-free, you know, home care or retail solution because there's really no risk to to the salon, to the to the beauty professional. Okay, I have so many questions. So 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 Salon Interactive they set up a an e-com website. Now is that is that website being put in my branding as as my salon or or is it a salon interactive branding like like how does that work and how does if if somebody from my salon is visiting it what does it look like from 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 the end consumer the real end consumer's um you know vantage right yeah so uh, typically that that's a great question so <laughs> two two things one is very soon there's going to be even more options for how this store looks Right now, we control the look and feel of the store. And we did that, you know, again, we're a startup still. So we did that because the more options you offer people, the more openings you give yourself to, you know, com challenges, complexities, people having issues, you know, even just bugs in a technology platform, right? But uh, within a couple weeks, actually, less than two weeks, we're releasing a um, new feature called theming that will allow all salons to pick one of five preset colorway palettes that is going to get a lot closer to matching their, their look and feel. And then every hero image. So, you know, um, category images, all the things inside the platform will be editable as well, which in the past, it's been kind of a set stock profile. Uh, so we're super excited about that. It's and editable, like it's editable for me as a salon owner or it's editable correct. to you and your, in the conversation. The salon owner. Yeah. Anybody who's an administrator on the platform. So whoever set up the account, anyone who has that level of permissions on, you know, and to, just to give you guys a sense of scale right now, we have uh, just over 10,000 um, stores live, right? So there's 10,000, a little over 10,000 stores that someone could go today purchase a product and and it would pass through us, go to a distributor somewhere and a product would be shipped. So uh, of those, every single one of them will be able to, to, to make it look exactly the way they want it to, with, you know, with, within reason, of course. Within reason. Uh, I, I have, I don't want to say it's a challenge, but, but something that I, I would wish as an end user or as a user is that I have a, I have a relationship with a distributor now, but they only, I, I can't, Although they carry a lot of products, I can only sell what I what I carry on my shelf. And like my idea is like I want to get away from carrying anything on my shelf. I want to go completely online. So like like you you mentioned salon centric. So if I want to like if I was wanted to sell product through salon centric, you know through my account. God, this is so confusing. <laughs> like through through my salon, 
would I have access or would my client, more importantly, would my clients have access to everything that Salon Centric carries as far as like consumer products? I hope they can't buy a hair color, but you know, as far as like shampoo and, and wet products on there or, or do I have to specify exactly what products that I would carry? Yeah. Uh, again, perfect question because that that's exactly how it's set up. We, we want you, the beauty professional to choose what products are your store. Again, this is how we're different than an affiliate link, right? Let's talk about affiliate links and like how, like I'll, I'll try to call out where we diverge from that. So an affiliate link, typically you get that link and you go, it could be like just to a brand website, but then every retail product is available for that affiliate link, right? You don't get to control that for your client and say like, hey, I prefer if you didn't, but like this product isn't good for you. You don't want this one. Um, imagine now setting them to Amazon with an Amazon affiliate link. They've got endless shelves of like, you know, every product we don't, we're not even hundred percent sure it's a legitimate product. It could be a diverted product, but we're going to send them over there. And now they end up with the wrong thing. And so for us, it's super important that we let the, the hairdresser in this case control what is in my store. So with salon center, you can select them as a distributor. And right now we only have, I think, 20, 20 brands or something with maybe 25 brands with salon centric that are live. We're continuing to add more and more. Um, but you very likely won't want all 25 brands, right? I remember Rochelle mentioned that she wanted to put a lot of brands up there and that's an awesome strategy for salons who approach it that way. Other salons and hairdressers are very, very, very strict about which brands they push and recommend. And they only talk about certain brands. So for them, it makes a lot of sense to really limit their store to only having, in, in some cases, only one brand, right? So this store looks almost the same, but instead of having a bunch of different brand categories and options, it's really just got that one brand. And so that's one of the ways that we've given control back to the industry is instead of just kind of lobbing them over the fence to someone who isn't going to protect your relationship with them and isn't going to make the correct recommendation, we're letting that happen still you know, between the hairdresser and their client, because that's, that's the important relationship we're trying to promote and protect instead of kind of exploiting it, which is what, you know, in my opinion, what's really happened with the affiliate links is it's been exploited. But, but we would have to have the relationship with the distributor. Uh, Correct. And verify. We, we do have some brands. So, and maybe, maybe just step it back a tiny bit to give some more context. So, we have these distributors I talked about um, right now. We have about 17 of the independent and major distributors in the U S we do have, I think another handful, 10 or so brands that we call hybrid uh, distributors because they self distribute their products. So they could sell direct to clients, but they've chosen to go through us and say, we want to keep the salon in this. We want to give the hairdresser a percentage of the commission. We don't want to sell just direct. We'd like people to continue to use us and pass their clients through us. And so we call those hybrids because it's a brand that's also acting as its own distributor. Now, would we have to make a, a relationship with that brand and then go through you or do, can we make that relationship with that brand through you? It, um, that is a, a place we are moving to. It depends very heavily on the brand and the distributor. In most cases, you already need that relationship or what happens if you go there and you try to set up, we just, direct you and say, oh, it looks like you're trying to set up a relationship with, I'll call out Premier Beauty in the Chicago area, right? Awesome uh, independent distributor. And we can say, here's their contact info, go set up an account with them, and then we can serve you. Um, in other cases, a distributor may have given us the permission to say, hey, we'll just pass you through and let's start an account. If you're saying you don't have one, they just then have to prove that they're a beauty professional, right? Using their... Um, license idea you know and it's it's being checked by the distributor to make sure that this is a, a legitimate you know beauty professional but i wouldn't have to be in the same state they they, they would as they, long as you're in a okay so that and now we're getting into another interesting thing so we also protect all the territories that exist and exclusions with brand relations so certain brands we have two independent i'll give an example because it's always easier with examples we have two awesome independent distributors we work with um, that carry Kevin Murphy and Eleven, both of them do, but they have overlap in two states. Where in one of the in one of the states, one of them has the Kevin Murphy and the other has the Eleven, and then it's the inverse in the other state. Oh. So, and it, and that's just part of right. That's a long history of how things have happened, and and some of this stuff has 
been around a long time. And so our platform is able to see and know that if you're in this state as a salon, we know which distributor you have to go to if you want to sell Kevin Murphy and which one you have to work with if you want to sell 11. And then, you know, if you're over here in this other state, it's the exact inverse. And so we are able to actually kind of clarify and make it a lot easier for salons to figure out which distributors they're going to work with based on what brands they want to carry. You know, it's a, I, I'm going to totally side. I'm sorry. I, I'll pre-apologize. But like locally, we can't even get 11 anymore. Right. Yeah. Or, or or at least not that I'm aware of. We had a distributor that had it. They don't have it anymore. Now I'm like, where is it? Because there's a couple of 11 products that I absolutely love. So, I mean, I would just love to have access to 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 anyway remind me where where you are we're in we're in uh state of maryland but we're just north we're the maryland side of dc okay cool well i'll I'll look that up and i'll get back to you on where you can find it yeah yeah please do because there there's definitely a couple products on there that even my clients love and i'm just like i as a matter of fact i've sent some of my clients all the way to um our friend in kansas city missouri because she carries it. So I'm like, just, just buy it directly from her. So you can yeah. get this product, but I don't get any commission or anything off of that at all. That's just, that's just a friendly back rub there. So, so Randy, so um, what, um, what uh, we've talked about commission. So is each distributor, each product, like what, what's the commission structure? How much money am I making Randy? Yeah. Yeah. The money, the money's important, right? That's how we keep the lights on the doors open and keep offering these awesome services to people. Um, so our baseline, the very, the bare minimum on our platform is 25%. So the, and there's a, there's a good reason for that 25% number. Um, that is actually more typically after talking to many, many, you know, educators and, and the numbers guys and you know, people who really have dug into this, that's actually typically more than the average, um, not so super tightly run salon makes on their in salon retail. And you calculate that number by looking at what it costs you and what you make on the sale, but then all the other costs that go into that. And you guys had a great piece on that with Rochelle where you were you were talking. I can't recommend listening to that one enough for anyone who hasn't, but you were talking about how you have to factor in the space that you're using, that that's part of your rent, right? Someone's time to put that on the shelf to keep it not dusty, right? To go and dust it you know, once a week or whatever. And to you know, every bottle that falls in the ground and breaks that you're not going to, someone's not going to show up and just hand you another bottle. Like these are all things that are real that cut into profit margin. So a lot of times we get a salon owner or someone who, who goes, well, that's crazy. I make 50% on my in salon retail, right? And the business rational analytical person in me wants to respond with what I just said, which is, well, actually you don't. And in reality, here's what you make. But the human in me realizes that that's not, they don't want to hear that. And it doesn't help them. Like, that's not my job to educate them on those things. It's mostly, it's a painful thing, let's say that, to hear. If you think you're making 50% on your insulin retail, to hear that you're not and then be proven that is not not a fun conversation for anybody. And I don't want to be a part of that with them. So I just focus on the, hey, guys, this is risk-free. Like every client that walks out your door that didn't buy something from you in the salon is an opportunity for you to bring more revenue to your salon, to your business. And unless you're selling to 100% of clients, which point to me, anyone who's doing that, it's pretty rare. If you're selling to 100%, then great, we're not for you. But if you're not selling 100% of clients who walk out your door, every single one of them is an opportunity for you to reach out, follow up, send a recommendation, you know, try to understand their use up times and know when they're going to be, you know, out of product and send them a friendly reminder that purchasing through you keeps their dollars local and is actually supporting someone they know and care about rather than, you know, funding Bezos's space race. It's all of those things that come together to make, you know, a, a community and to change the narrative. And that's kind of where we started this conversation where I mentioned our big goal is to actually change the way we talk about this, because it is something that needs to to help. But it's got to be a little bit less defensive because that's kind of where we've started. And there's been so much, I feel, misinformation and just challenges with retailing and the way we've approached hairdressers and, and told them what they have to do and continued to be confused. Why won't they do this? Well, you know, for us, at some point, we realized maybe we need to start doing something for them and changing, changing the way we support them. And that's really what Salon Interactive is about. And, and you're always going to have like, salon owners that can't get on board with suites and 
and all these different things. And it doesn't do any good to argue with anybody like that. You know, when we did the podcast with Michelle, we we've had people that reached out to us in challenge and, and they were angry about the podcast because they, they didn't agree with the conversation and mm. we're not going to sit there and, and engage and try to prove anything. You know what I mean? We're just putting out the information uh, that that's available to us that, that, that a lot of people are attracted to or are on board with, but going back to, um, you know, back to, you know, as, as, as far as an independent hairdresser, uh, Corey and I are in suites. It's crazy expensive to try to carry a whole line or all these different lines. Uh, if you carry multiple lines, it, I mean, it's it, crazy, it, not even full lines. It's crazy. It's crazy expensive just to carry retail on the shelf. Yeah. And it's, and then, and when you do, and then you, you might be out of a product, uh, because you know shipping's expensive, right? So you're waiting till you can order multiple products, and your client doesn't have access to that product now, and they're going to mm -hmm. try to find it somewhere else. So it just yeah. it gives you a solution uh, to a problem uh, that we run into all the time. Yep. And and then the key, the reminder that I'll always try to throw in there is that it's risk free. There's no risk, right? You're not putting yourself. The one thing that I will be mm -hmm. honest about that I see. So the risk-free maybe should have an asterisk on it because, <laughs> because, because the most free Randy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing this myself too. Right. So I'm throwing myself under there. No, but, but when I look at this and again, I, I should have clarified in the beginning too. I'm not a hairdresser. So I come from another, I'm an engineer. I come from outside the industry. I've been in the industry since 2016. So a while, but definitely not as long as probably most people listening. You guys, like basically anybody, but the benefit that gives me is kind of a fresh perspective and I could look at things maybe a little bit differently than people who've been in it for so long. But the point is, is the most important thing that both of you as hairdressers have with your business, in my opinion, is the relationship you have with your clients, right? 100%. And so without a doubt, that is what you are building is this relationship. So that's also why people don't retail because there's an anxiety that shows up when they're feeling like they have to put a bottle of shampoo in someone's hand and there's this concept of rejection, right? There's an awesome book by a guy named Judd Brewer who, um, anyway, it's called Unwind Unwinding Anxiety. Uh, incredible look into, you know, it's like neuroscience basically as to why, like what are these feelings of, of like, why do we fear rejection in like a weird way like that, right? Like how are you being rejected if someone goes, oh, I don't need shampoo right now. Like I'm, I actually, I'm still good. That's not rejection, right? If we can sit here and have this, but in that moment when that hairdresser's meant to like hand the bottle to the person and be like, hey, do you, this is what you need, they fear that rejection. They don't want that. So, anyways, it also helps a lot to have that separation of it's it's digital now, right? It's a lot easier for us to communicate um, through text sometimes or through emails than it is face to face, especially when you have that relationship that you know is important. So full circle back because that was a bit of a devi uh, deviation from what I was talking about. The one thing that it does potentially put at risk is your relationship with your client. And that's why it's so important. It's risk-free from a money standpoint, right? The platform, but it does, you are trusting us with your client that we're going to service, you know, the distributor and us making sure we're going to get them the product on time. We're going to get them what they ordered. Um, and so that's a huge deal for us. We take that very seriously and we, we are trying it, you know, our utmost to make sure that we're honoring that because we do see how important it is. It's also why, again, we have such a problem with affiliate links because what's happening there is you're just sending someone off to another place. And once they get used to going to that other place, why would they use your affiliate link anymore? Yeah. And, and, and like to Corey's point um, earlier is that sometimes these affiliate links, you know, they were paying you commission during COVID and then after COVID, they stop paying you commission, but they still continue to sell to your clients. They've got all your clients. Why would they pay you commission? They don't need you to send. You're not sending them anyone new. Yeah, they but, got what they needed. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, going back to the rejection, um, a great way, especially when it, if they have a, an account set up with you, a, a, a e-commerce store set up with you, instead of saying, "Oh, do you need shampoo?" What you can do is say, "You know what? Here's the products I use today." Take a picture with your phone. So that way, when you run out, you know which products that we use so you can order, uh, you know, on we, my e-commerce site. And it, it, it'll be at your doorsteps in, in a matter of a day or two. 
uh, and that way they have it on their on their phone. They know exactly what to order when they need it, and there's no rejection. And you're just going to collect a check. I love it. It's we have two methods that I want to just bring up. I'll try to get through them quick. One is we have a feature called product recommendations on the platform. So what the what the stylist could do is they go in and actually build a shopping cart, and then they can choose the client they want to send it to. Shoots it out, and when that client gets it, it's a hey, you know, Corey's recommending you this. Uh, here's these products. Click this link. When they click the link, it pulls them straight to a filled up shopping cart with every product that Corey recommended. So now they can say, oh, I still have my conditioner, but I need that finisher. I need a shampoo. Boom. I'm going to remove the conditioner and I'm going to check out. And it's literally like a one to two click checkout if they have ever shopped with us before. So that's number one. And that's an amazing, we see like upwards of, uh, it's definitely above 12% conversion rate on that, which is incredible. That's huge. Insane conversion rate, right? If you're talking about like online clicks and marketing stuff. So, and then two, we've had stylists who come and told us what they do. And it kind of blew our minds because it's like such a simple, awesome solution. Exactly what you talked about when, when they're doing the client's hair, they say, Hey, let me grab your phone, take a screen, uh, shoot that QR code. They've got a QR code on the mirror in front of them. They hit the QR code. It pulls up the store and they go, okay, navigate over to this anti-frit. That's the product. So add that to your cart and then add this. And at the end, they've got a filled up shopping cart on their phone and say, okay, if you close that, that's fine. But that will be there in your shopping cart if they created an account. So it'll stay there. Oh, that's cool. Like check out when they're ready. And then finally, we've got people who are still handing out pieces of paper, right? They're bringing trees into this whole relationship. But on the paper is a QR code that takes them to their store. And then underneath, they're just writing the names of the products that they need and the sizes. So now the client not only has the means to get to the store, but they have the names of the products because it's so easy. Oh, I forgot. What was that? And we have, you know, seconds when a client realizes they need product, we have seconds to be the first step of the way. And if we're not, guess where they're going? Ulta, Amazon, Sephora, somewhere that's easy and they, they, they know it, they're familiar with it, it's comfortable. Right. So we're again, we're trying to change this narrative. We have to be right on it, right there. And it has to be so easy for them. So that's why all of this stuff is kind of coming back around. And we're we're really trying to help kind of retrain the thought process on how do we get them to come and shop through us and and continue to put their dollars back into the industry where it belongs rather than you know outwards into these massive retailers who aren't doing anything to really drive this industry forward. That's awesome. I love that. So, uh, Randy, so I'm kind of curious as to as how the salon interactive process works, you know, not necessarily from a client's perspective, but well, maybe from a client's perspective. So if I am a client and I buy X product, is that being shipped out from my local distributor? Is that being linked at like, like, let's say salon centric, since that's the one that you mentioned that's local here, or is that being shipped out by some salon centric warehouse in, in, in Illinois? Right. Yeah. That's a that's a, another fantastic question that has another answer where I'm going to say it depends. Um, typically, we, of course, always try to be as close to our region of sales with the warehousing and with uh, the shipping. That's always the goal, right? It saves you money, saves you time, uh, and is, of course, very importantly, more sustainable to do it that way. But so Salon Centric, I'm going to use them first. They are awesome because they are shipping actually directly from their stores. So they're not using a big warehouse. They're going from their stores, um, which means, you know, 600 stores, you've got a pretty awesome coverage of the U.S. So there's going to be a store, you know, within your town or a couple towns over pretty much every time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's great. There's different challenges with something like that, but that's a really nice way to do it because of the even coverage across the country. Um, others, uh, you know, brands we've worked with will have like three warehouses across the country. And so then it's split by territory. Um, we've got a distributor in the Northwest who's fantastic and does really, really good with our platform. They have three warehouses that, that service nine, nine states, I think, or eight states. So it's, it's localized still, but it's, it's, you know, within a state or two. And we're always trying to hit that mark of when you place your order, especially as long as it's not on a weekend, because some of our distributors, you know, their warehouses are closed on the weekends, things like that. But as long as you're placing your order during business hours, you should be getting your product within a couple of days. That's the goal. You know, two to three days is really what we try to target. Okay. This just opened up a bunch more questions for me. <laughs> so when I set up, so when, when, when Corey salon sets up um, uh, an account with salon interactive and I'm going through like the salon centric portal, 
Um, am I setting up for my local store or am I setting it up with, with so, and here's why it's important to me because I have a great relationship with our local store, but literally between my local store and where I work, where most of my clients are, I'll, I'll drive through three different, I'll, I'll drive past three different salon centers and that's literal, right? A, and then B, because we're in the DMV, we have clients that live in Virginia, who's a different region. We have people that live in DC. That's a different region. Um, so like, how does that break down as far as me as a hairstylist supporting my local, my local distributor or, or, or is that just not a factor? No, it is. So, so one, well, there's a couple of things. One we're doing, we're pushing with salon centric. So we're really going to be like actually focusing from a store perspective. I'm super excited to hopefully hear from you guys in the next month or so. Hey, we saw your your company in my local salon center. You know, like, hey, they talked to us about it. They're wearing a t-shirt that told, you know, but it, so the way that we're, the way that it's segmented, if you have that many stores in a small area, which is what it sounds like, probably one or two of those stores um, is what we would call a boss, like a, like a, like a ship yeah, it's a shipping center store. So it's it's got typically a bit more inventory. They have like a specified range of products that they carry brands and of those brands, like the full line rather than a partial line, like that kind of thing, right? So whichever that store is in your, you know, close territory would likely be the store that would be shipping to you. Um, now, that doesn't mean you can't give, give your local store credit for signing you up, which again, very soon as we start doing this, you know, in, in salon centric stores push, there's going to be the ability for you to credit your store with your sign up if you come and sign up for the platform. And that will give them, you know, a, a big boost in terms of like their goals and metrics of what they're trying to do. So um, does that answer your question? I mean, that was kind of yeah, a specific. No, 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 I think I think it does. I mean, I think that yeah. you know, it's it, it, doing the best we can, essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have a question. Say, all right, I carry, I do carry Kevin Murphy. Okay. Right. And say my distributor is not in your, Ooh. um, in your, in your, in your platform. Mm -hmm. How do I continue to carry Kevin Murphy? Uh, if I can, can you find a, a, a or a distributor that's in your platform that I can, uh, maybe buy use from. or yeah. buy from and be on your platform or, would you reach out to my distributor and how, how would that work? I'll always reach out to your distributor, especially with your support. You know, I'm, we always look for the salons to support us in that. If a distributor is not on our platform, we're always going to say, Hey, we would love to have them, you know, set up a conversation or you tell them that this is something you'd like. And then please pass along my info if they're interested, because again, this is free for you again, something we haven't really talked about. So maybe I'm dropping the. Oh. I look, look, that was my next question. Yeah, nice, nice. <laughs> it is free. It doesn't cost you anything. So this is, this is completely free to, to you both as beauty professionals, right? As hairdressers, not a cost involved for this piece of the platform. The distributor also basically has, you know, they have the cost of integrating with us and implementing this because there's some work that goes into like tying because we're doing this all in the back end, right? This is a supply chain thing. So we're integrating our two systems. So when an order gets placed, uh, Tony, on your site, we know, because the other cool thing, if let's say you were working with Salon Centric and you're just, do you mind telling me who your distributor is that carries Kevin Murphy? Uh, true, tr true beauty. Perfect. They're on the platform. You can sign up tomorrow. <laughs> but so, so you and so true beauty. No, it's twin state. Uh, no, it's beauty scope. Beauty scope. Okay. Beauty scope, not on the platform yet, but let's talk because I'd love to get them on. So basically, you know, the only place where if you have two distributors, a distributor that's on salon centric and you're, you know, more localized independent distributor, you can have a client who buys a bottle of Redken shampoo and a bottle of Kevin Murphy in the same shopping cart and checks out. It's going to ship from two different places. Nice. But that's, I think we're the only place, potentially the only place uh, that's a legitimate product spot that can do that, right? Where you can buy two completely you know, products that typically are never sold in the same shopping cart, uh, which is kind of cool. That's cool. Um, Love that. I don't know if I answered your question. I got excited about that. No, you uh, did. You did. You, okay. you'll try. Oh, well, well, you partially. So say what happens yeah. if uh, oh. Scope decides, you know what, I, we're not going to join your platform. How can right. I, how can I right. still 
service your clients. Yeah. How can you? So, so it is, I, I did want to say this. you, you asked if we would ever then like recommend you or push you another distributor that you could work with. So the answer to that is, it depends on how you're asking it. it really the answer is no, because I, just like I'm protecting, it's very important for us as a business to protect your relationship with your clients, right? That's the number one, the number one question we ask ourselves, is this good for the beauty professional and their client? Every time uh, something comes up, a decision we have to make, that's the first question we ask as a business. This, the other questions that we have to ask in the second tier is, are we protecting the distributor and their relationship with their salons? Because that's also very important to us. Because we lose, we, we no longer can offer a service if the distributors don't trust us to treat them with the same respect that we're treating you and your clients, right? Because if I started, if you came to me and your distributor is not on and I'm like, oh, I'm going to shuffle you over here or maybe even worse, your distributor is on, but you want to get some other brands. So I'm not trying to send you to other distributors. That that to me is a breach of that trust that they put in me to right. say, we trust you with our salons, with this business. So we won't do that. That doesn't mean you can't go search around and find them on the platform. You can add multiple distributors. But we will never make you recommendations or say, hey, here's this new guy you guys should check out. Because to us, that feels like a breach of trust with the distributor. So we're trying to be careful there and, and not cross those lines. And I respect that. Yeah, me too. So I, we're, I'm going to get you in the weeds here, Randy. Sorry. So um, and, and it's kind of like I guess it's kind of like back to the, the, the question I asked last time. But like like I have a client that lives in like South Carolina, but I live in D.C. I have another client that lives in, you know, like uh, like New England. So like if I were to sell them products, would that be shipping out of my local one or or can I sell it to them? Right. Because I think, you know, back to your question, like now we're, we're working outside of a region. Right. So so how does that how would that kind of is that just putting muddle in the conversation i don't know no that's an awesome question it's again um this is this is the way we view it and how we typically push for things to happen and then i'll tell you the reality of the situation we believe the only place that should be restricted from a territory space is the physical salon hairdresser themselves right that's where the service happens typically that's where you are that's the territory and it's, it's where we pay taxes right right you don't pay taxes to everywhere you traveled or every, like you pay taxes where you live, like where you reside, where you do business is where you should be put in the box of these are the products you can carry and sell. Just because you have a client that traveled, you know, a lot of clients, like older people snowbird all the time, half the year they're in Florida, half the year they're somewhere else. Like, why would we suddenly start ignoring them and not trying to support them and what they need just because they're a few states away from us now? So that's our belief that we absolutely should be able to, to ship. It's still going to ship from your local spot because that's the store that you have the relationship with. That's where it should ship from as far as we're concerned. Yeah, that one shipping is like further than we'd like, but you know we're keeping with that's the territory. That's how we're structured. Um, most of our distributors and brands view it that way, and that's how our system works. There are a few exceptions to that rule. There's several brands that have chosen to say, no, you cannot ship our product outside of this state line or outside of this, you know, set of zip codes. It makes for a crappier experience for the client, which mm -hmm. is something that we fight tooth and nail and every, you know, every chance we get, we're trying to fight that. Um, and we've made a lot of headway. We had several brands that felt that way and started that way and have since shifted because we were able to show them, look, this doesn't happen much, right? They were worried that people were going to come in and start using this like an Amazon reseller and try to like, you know, really blow it up and start some store that's going to be, you know, shipping all over the country. Right. Well, you know, and then we also look well, at that's like- That's my goal. Yeah, why not, right? But <laughs> but as someone who's in the industry and, and has influence, right. right? I don't know if we tip the I word, the influencer over here, Corey, <laughs> but- um, you know, no. you put a, let's say you put a post out or someone who has, you know, a couple hundred thousand followers puts out a post about a product that they love and it catches traction and people start buying it. Are we going to penalize all the people who don't live exactly where that influencer lives? Like that seems insane to me. So why would we do that to a hairdresser? Because that they're the influencer for their client. They're the only one who puts their hands on their head and like actually knows what they need just right. because that client's not in the same state as them at, at the moment why wouldn't we still sell them a product? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. 
Well, yeah, at the end of the day, retail companies are in it to sell product. <laughs> you know, right. so why, why would they? Right. But, but, and again, they're coming at this from having a whole lot of scar tissue from bad experiences in the past with other companies who've promised this or that, or people who have said, oh yeah, we're going to do this thing. And then bought thousands of dollars and diverted it and sold it. Some, you know, that's where, where they're coming from. The hairdresser's sure. coming from this place where they've been yelled at and told you have to do this and this and this, and then not supported at all to do it. Not explain right. what the psychology behind it is, not given any tools to really help them. Well, I think it's important too. I mean, and, and, and I'll speak for you. And if I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong, but like, wouldn't be the first. Either. Wouldn't be the first. Definitely not every day. But um, like Salon Interactive isn't warehousing any of these products, right? So it's not like there's no there's no Salon Interactive doesn't have the ability to divert any product or to sell that on Amazon because they're not warehousing any of it. All of it is coming back to local. You know, it's like it's this weird world that we live in right now where where tech allows us to work outside of our region, but also to support our region as well, which, you know, for us is really important as well. Like I have a great relationship with, with all my stores and, and, and I want to maintain that great relationship. Um, you know, I wish online support local. That's kind of our, right. That's a stamp we put on stuff. It's like shop online, support local because buying online is a fabric of who we are now. The, The pandemic, sealed that one right we were already moving there it just put a huge stamp on it i, I mean i don't even go to a grocery store anymore barely it, it, really i mean it's a yeah there's like a random thing pops up but like i get we get everything delivered like it's insane and it's so convenient i went into a grocery store recently to do like a normal shopping trip and i was so frustrated in 10 minutes because i'm like I, I don't know where anything is <laughs> and it's you know it's just so easy to get it shipped directly to you but at the same time of course I want to be supporting. So you can do a CSA box. You're supporting a local farmer instead of, you know, someone who's shipping bananas from, you know, a world away. Right. It, it, it's, we get to choose where our dollars get spent, right? That's us voting these days. Like we sh- should still vote, but, but a big, you know, a very impactful way to vote is to use your dollars and where we spend our dollars matters. And when we're spending dollars that are going back into our community's pockets, the hairdressers, the local distributors, the national distributors that are localized, you know, all of those things help us as opposed to going to a third party that's basically out to like try to take over the world. You know? I love it. Can, 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 can I give you some ideas that would be helpful from a hairdresser's perspective? Yeah. Um, I would love if like if I was part of Salon Interactive or when I'm part of Salon Interactive because to me it's a no-brainer. I'll be a part of it by, <laughs> by 12 today. o'clock today. Yes. Exactly. Oh. Me too. Totally. Um, what would be really cool is that I want to be lazy. So mm-hmm. even if, even if you guys were to, if there were some packages you could put together like this month's sales or something where I could just grab an image and I could just email it to my clients saying, Hey, don't forget about salon interactive. And like, maybe, although I hate the QR uh, code thing, having to put together like uh marketing like templates for you. Yes. Marketing so- templates that make it very easy for me to communicate with my clients. Okay, now this just feels like you're teeing them up for me to knock them down. I, I don't know. If I'm <laughs> this that's something that exists. So we have, I, we've been talking so far about our e-commerce side of Salon Interactive. That's that's the free, you know, you sign up, it's free. You get access to our product catalog, to this e-commerce site. You can you can sell to your clients. The product recommendations are free. Um, there's But there's a whole nother side that's even bigger than what we've talked about to Salon Interactive that is the marketing component. And today we're calling it Client Connect. Um basically does exactly what you just said. So we allow, first of all, we give you every template you could imagine to use to send to your clients. We charge based on the number of clients that you have in the system. Like, let's say you have, you know, 200 clients, that's going to be a lot less than if you have 200,000 clients in the system, right? Like it's just scales based on how many emails are you sending when you market. Okay. so So there is a cost to client connect. There is a cost to client connect. Okay. And that's and that basically that cost is covering our cost to send the emails. So it's like not really a cost. Like it, you know, we use we have in the back end, it's built into the platform, it's custom built, but it uses, you know, like an active campaign type system that's just sending. So you have your database of clients and you can send out like you can set stuff like use up times. So you can track it and say, like, I know this person bought this product on this day and we expect a six-week use-up time. They're going to get another email with that product linked to it saying, hey, don't forget, you're probably almost out of this. You want to buy this? Birthday reminders, um, new product release, uh, all you know, basically whatever you want. And again, 
at some, I don't know, do you, are we recording the, the screen as well? Is this something yeah. we put on live? Like, okay. So yeah. I, yeah, you at some point it. I could take you through a demo and show you the platform and actually show you all these features, which give you the ability to market on your own. But in my mind, even cooler, we have the ability for others to market for you. So your distributor and your brand can send out marketing emails. And if you choose, we call that on behalf marketing. So if you toggle that on, you, let's say you upload 250 clients. That's your client list, right? So you've got 250 clients in the system. If you turn on on behalf marketing and you, let's say you carry, you know, 11, we talked about 11, but you're carrying 11 and Kevin Murphy. When Kevin Murphy wants to send out some marketing, let's say they have a new product or they're just running a discount or something. You can choose to opt into those. And now every one of your clients gets an email from you mm-hmm. saying, Hey, 10% off Kevin Murphy this weekend, happy Labor Day, you know, blah, blah. And then four days later, anyone who has come to an 11 salon gets an email from 11 saying, hey, free shipping on all 11 products, buy one, get one free on this or that, right? So now you've got others, professional marketing teams who can market for you. And again, I want to clarify, this is only if you so choose, like you have to go through several steps to turn this on and configure it. Because of course, we would never let someone do this without the salon's permission that you're the one who owns that relationship. But it's been a huge benefit to salons who don't like to sell, who don't want to have to put content out, who don't have the time or the focus or desire to do marketing stuff. So now they've got these teams of people who are literally, that's all they do, working for them. And it, that part doesn't cost them anything. That part costs the brand or the distributor. Um can can, can I do I upload my clients or do my clients upload uh, create accounts themselves? So both when your clients purchase, they're getting added in, but that's a different category. Those are now your online e-commerce uh, clients, right? They bought from you and they're there that you've got order details. You're able to see what they purchased, when they purchased, when it was delivered. You know, you can see the tracking number, all of that. On the other side of it, uh, you can also initiate returns. So if a client comes back to you and they, they bought something from you from your online store, but they bring that bottle in, you can jump into the system and go, oh, they want to return it. Something was wrong. It was broken, whatever. whatever. You, you decide, hey, this wasn't a good deal. Like this person should get a return. Because again, that's your relationship. We want to give that power to you. On the other side of it, um, you can upload your clients in like a, you know, a CSV file or just like a download from your system. The other cool thing is that we are integrating now with point of sale and booking scheduling platforms. So like we have an integration already with Rosie. We're coming out with one for STX Inspire. We've got Envision coming up. You know, we're How about we're, Schedulicity. We, what do you have with Schedulicity? We haven't started. I'd love to talk to Schedulicity. That'll happen. Yeah. So yeah, we, I mean, we're, we're planning to integrate with everyone because again, we are, we like to joke that we call ourselves Switzerland. Like we're neutral in this. We, we fit in the middle. And we're basically providing this network in the background to do what we're talking about, right? Technology, we're making it easy for you to sell products online that are coming from your distributor without having to touch it, right? But we're not playing favorites. There is no favorites. It doesn't matter how big or small a partner is. Mm -hmm. We're trying to treat everyone the same. And in that sense, we're trying to be Switzerland in that we want to work with every point of sale. Some of them are massive. Some of them are small. Everyone's needs are different in this industry, right? It feels like uh, something that we ignore a lot of times, but you guys as sweet renters have very different needs than, you know, Ella Marie down the street or, or Rochelle salon, right? Like your needs are different than hers because she's got a different beast she's working with. So it's important for us that we're supporting the whole spectrum. And it's not that we're just focused on one because our platform really does work for everybody. It has different values for each category, but uh, it does really work for everyone. I love that. Okay. Um, you mentioned uh, free shipping. So, w- w- are there shipping costs for the client? Um, it, uh, that is distributor dependent. So, the distributor sets shipping. So, most of our distributors have chosen to set um, a threshold where any purchase above that threshold receives free shipping. Some of them are set at $50, some are at $75. I think the highest threshold is like $100, maybe right. $100 worth of product is free shipping. That's kind of rare. Um, several distributors. That's a hundred, but that, but that's a hundred of backup. That's $50 of retail price, not of wholesale price. Right. Uh, $50 of wholesale, it would be a hundred dollar retail, right? 
Correct. Right, right, right. So like if I bought it for 10 bucks, my client's still buying that same product for the same 20, 20. MS yeah. you know, manufacturing. Yeah, yeah. Recommended yeah, yeah. I'm always, whenever I'm talking about price, I'm always talking about basically MSRP. Right, right. Okay. Right? Like retail cost, not, and you made a comment. I just, I just remembered, I want to go back to it. You said, hopefully my clients can't buy color and stuff on it. Yes. Our platform is very much segmented between professional and retail products. So when we get an import from a distributor or brand, we go through and there's certain products that are just marked as professional only. And we haven't gotten to it yet. But there's a whole nother side of the platform that allows the, the salon to actually order those products for themselves and retail product. So if you don't want to have to go walk into your local salon centric or run down to your distributor and pick it up or wait on, you know, an order for them to come through the door, you can actually order do what we call salon ordering through our platform. And that's also totally free. So you can purchase products and then they get shipped to you and you're right. paying in wholesale for that, right? That's your salon cost. Damn, the guys are covering the whole the whole gambit. Whole yeah. gambit. That's man. pretty dope, man. I, I I love I love and we talked about it. Actually, we've we've talked to Gordon Miller a couple of times about it. Like, you know, the great thing that's come out of out of uh, the pandemic is that it's fast forwarded everything for five years, and it's like it's it, we have anchors and strength like five years in the future. It's almost like the pandemic. Like, you know, we went five years in the future as far as as far as tech goes. You know, and uh, and that that that's just it's just a very cool time to be alive right now to watch kind of all this stuff happen. You know, it's it's accelerated adoption in some sense. Tech moves as fast as tech can move, right? We can all code and build cool ideas very, very, you know, quickly. But really, at some point, it's like it moves as fast as we can move. The adoption is what's fascinating. People adopted. And that's one thing that we saw. And that's one reason I'm doing this. I'm you asked if I I don't have a podcast. I would, you know, (laughs) I think what you guys are doing is fascinating and amazing. And it's probably a lot of work. Like, I'm sure it's a lot more work than anyone from the outside can see. Guaranteed. But, But... COVID was fascinating for us because it, it, it was basically opened a fire hose, right? We had people clamoring to get on the platform, distributors, brands, and salons, right? But, and, and we did all that we could to get everybody on. And we were a lifeline for a lot of them. Basically, you know, I, I joke that we were like the life raft to keep them afloat during that time because so many people were just unable to make money any other way, right? We were just scrambling to find ways to keep salons doors open because you know just a nightmare scenario right like but interestingly enough some of these people started making really good money selling products their clients wanted to support them it's this new thing but as soon as their doors reopened and they they got back to servicing clients they just stopped they stopped selling they stopped a a lot of them just basically stopped talking about it stopped pushing it to their to their clients and that was super fascinating. So we followed up with some of them saying, hey, you know, are all of your clients buying retail from you in salon? And if so, great. Like, we want to support that. We are big proponents of supporting the salon and how they want to do business, right? You said you don't like carrying retail on your shelves and you don't really think. That's fantastic. We've got a solution for that. If you like carrying retail and it, and it works well for you and you're doing well with it, great. We've got a solution to help support all those people who don't buy from you, right? So it's just... But it was so amazing to me that they don't see that this is there for them. It's incredibly easy to use. Their clients were finally getting used to buying from it. But then once the doors reopened, it's like they had services for days, right? Because everyone needed to catch up and it was just this madhouse. So they just completely stopped. So we saw a big drop off from this incredible growth that we'd seen. And a lot of them were like, oh, that, you know, in my mind, that was like something we did during the pandemic to like help us. But that was it. And right. so finally coming back to where people, I think, you know, we're trying to get that traction back where people realize this isn't something that's going away. And it's, it's a really valuable tool, whether I'm open or closed, because you are closed for usually 14 hours, 15 hours a day, right? You can still right. sell retail during those, those hours. Right. Why, why turn off that money stream? Okay, I, I know that every hairdresser that's been listening this far, we're almost an hour in thus far, has been asking the one question that we haven't asked. And that's like, what's the turnaround for me getting paid? Uh, Less than a day or two, two days. So yeah. does it go directly? And, and how does that happen? Does it go directly? It's directly deposited into your bank account. So we, so when you set up a store, um, you finish your setup, your store goes live. We say, congratulations, your, your e-commerce store is live. 
now link your bank account. That's the first thing we tell you. So you can get paid, right? So then you go in, basically what happens, you, you click a link inside of your profile. You just finished setting up. The first thing that pops up is this banking thing. You click it. It, it prompts you to just link your online bank with the site. And so we use a company called Plaid. Uh, it's the same exact company that if you use Venmo or you know any of those types of tools, that's what they use to link accounts, right? It's kind of the industry standard for um, online security banking. So it's very safe. It's, it's just iframed right into the platform. You put in your details, it links your account. And now every single time a commission gets um, attributed to you, so a sale happens on your site, um, we just add to your bucket. And then I think this is, this is, I should know this. I think we're paying two times a week. It might just be once a week. I know it's Fridays. I think it might be like Tuesdays and Fridays or something, but we're basically, you're getting paid at least once a week at a bare minimum that, that any, any commission that's been, you know, attributed to you during that time frame up to the cutoff, then gets deposited during that deposit. And then it starts, you know, adding it up for the next one. We're not doing like instantaneous, um, which at some point we might, but so far, no one's complaining. In fact, a lot of times they're like, oh, wow, I didn't even know I, I someone made a sale on my platform. I'm super excited. Like they just missed the fact that someone- Do I get an email saying that Tony bought something from me? You do. You do get an email. Um, we're, we, we've got some other types of alerts coming where you'll get like a pop-up. We've like got that. an app that we're doing beta testing with that we're going to want to like get some testers on um, that will give you like push notifications saying, hey, you oh know, Lori just bought a product from you or, and even better, we're going to be alerting like, hey, she opened the product recommendation you sent, uh, that kind of stuff. But we're not quite there yet. Um, but yeah, absolutely important for us that we alert you when this is happening, because also we want you to know when that client walks back through the door, Hey, how'd you like that product you bought for me? How'd it work? We, we want that feedback, right? Cause if there's something going on that, that isn't working well, the sooner we know about it, the sooner we can fix it. Dude, I, I love, I love everything that you guys are doing. I, I think it's really cool. I love that, that you were, we're, you're giving us the power. But we're also being able to, you know, that's a lot of money that gets that gets um, um, lost on the shelf. You yeah, know? It's making our lives I mean, a lot easier. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. And like, just be a, you know, if you're listening in and you're doing this, I, I would double down and be as aggressive as you can because, you know, you're 25% it can be and will be a lot um, for that. And then, um, so I guess you guys just issue us a 1099 at the end of the year then, right? Yeah, if you hit that threshold, it's a $600 minimum, right? In most, yeah. like, like uh, the nexus for needing to pay tax on that money. It, yeah, you just get 1099 through um, the payments process. So you'll get something that's like basically, I think it's a 1099K, I want to say. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Um, and, don't quote me. This is not tax advice. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't take any of this. I think we have to say that, right? <laughs> but, you, but, but you guys cover the sales tax too, right? So like you'll cover. Correct. Yeah, they, currently yeah. we not cover. cover but tax. like you collect the sales we, tax. We right? collect, yep, yep. Yeah. And, and we cover it. We, we pay it. Right, right. So, so we are responsible. So again, that, this is actually really interesting. This is the only way that we are similar to an affiliate. So after all the reasons I said we're different, we do cover the sale ourselves. So when a client's purchasing, technically, they're purchasing from us. And that's how we're able to do that. It's your site. You have control over what's on it. You can choose whether it's open or closed. You can do all that. But when the client purchases, we take their money, right? It's, we're the ones who process the credit card. Yeah, and, then, and that's why we then also remit the tax stuff, and we, you know, we have to make sure the shipping gets handled, and we're making sure that everyone's getting their money. Um, there's a future where we'd love to to set every salon, every user on our platform up as a merchant themselves. That's really challenging, and the reason we chose to do it the way we did it is because so many salons gave us that feedback that they struggled to get a merchant account when they tried to do it. Um, because there's a lot of stuff you have to do. And imagine if that was the barrier right now, it's literally less than 15 minutes to sign up and be live and selling on our platform. If wow. we made, you know, being a merchant, a requirement down now, suddenly we're talking about like a process. So we really wanted to make it as simple, frictionless as possible for salons to be able to sell. I set someone up the other day who at the end of it, I say, okay, grab your link, post it on your Facebook and your Instagram, you know, put it in your Instagram link tree. She, oh, okay. Yeah, we did it. And then we went, so we did that first. And then she's like, okay, now I'm going to link my bank. And I always jump off because I don't want to be on the screen share when someone's, you know, doing their banking. So jump off, she does her banking, jump back on, we're chatting. 
And I just pulled up her account and looked and someone had just purchased from her. That's dumb. Wow. She put it on her Facebook and it, and uh, someone saw it and was like, oh, I need some product. Boom. They bought from her. I don't even know if they were a client, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but it was just one of those things where I was like, oh yeah, this is it. This is, and that's so cool. Cause for us, you know, it works for me personally. I'm behind the technology, right? We're heads down. I've got a team of incredible people. We have a ton of people with beauty industry experience. I think five cosmetologists or more on the team. The founder himself was hairdresser, salon owner, you know, very well dialed and, and really understands the needs of the industry. But we are focused on tech. And so we're heads down and we don't always interact with the user the same way. And so it's so special to get to spend time with actually the people who are benefiting from this, but also giving us that feedback and telling us what we can do better. So always look for that. That's so, awesome. So what's the best way for someone to uh, come find, find Salon Interactive? How to sign up. To, yeah, and, and, yeah. And get live. Awesome. Yeah. So saloninteractive.com um, just sounds exactly like it's spelled. Uh, go there. You can sign up. Um, we have an incredible help center too. There's tons of articles that's linked from that site that you can go and learn about it. If you're, if there's any questions you have, our support team is always ready to answer questions that you might have. It's support at saloninteractive.com. Would love you know to reach out there if you're having any issues with setup, uh, getting clients uploaded, anything like that. And of course, um, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram, Salon Interactive. If you search, you'll find us. Um, and then, yeah, my name's Randy, and I'd love to hear from anyone as well. So you can reach out to me. Um, if you email any of our support or ask, they'll put you in touch with me. And I'd, I'd love to connect and hear your stories about using the platform or uh, recommendations for how we can improve it. Dude. Randy, thank you so much. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks. Uh, I, again, I'm, I'm just a big fan of, of, of all that's happening in the industry when this is concerned, but uh, thanks for hanging out with us, Randy. And uh, you know, I guess that's it, right? Yep. That's it. Did we miss anything? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, uh, we could keep going easily for another, but that's the thing is that, right. It, we keep rolling and, and you guys set up, I want to hear from you how it goes yeah, and definitely. can't wait to follow up again. Maybe we'll be having another conversation sometime soon. That's awesome. Randy. Thank you. Appreciate Mr. It. Randy. Cotton, so thank much. you very, very much for joining us on your day off. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, share it with friends. Give us a rating and drop a review. To listen to all the latest podcasts, please subscribe from your favorite podcast outlet. And to stay connected on and off the show, you can follow us at Hairdistry on Instagram and all other social media platforms. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Peace and love.